Hello and welcome to Bringing Education Home. I'm Herb. And I'm Christina. Together we're bringing you ideas about education, entrepreneurship, and relationships that are both inside and outside the box. If you like the show, be sure to like Christina on Facebook. And leave us a review of your on your favorite podcast platform. Oops, sorry about that. Guys, I goofed. Um, favorite podcast platform and let us know how you like our show. All right. And today we have the pleasure of introducing Spencer Jones. Um, when I asked Christina, as we were coming up and preparing for the podcast, what he does, and she says, I, he's, he's got all of these really positive stuff on Facebook and he's all, and when I just asked him, it was like, Hey, well, how do you want to introduce you? He's like, Oh, as the Prince of positivity. So it really, it really fit in. Um, he is a former teacher and, and he's become an entrepreneur, which is really in line with what we're doing here at Bringing Education Home. So I would like to welcome Spencer. Thank you very much for agreeing to be on our podcast and joining us here today. And please give us a little more information about yourself than just the Prince of Positivity. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on and being here with you and everybody today. I'm really, really excited uh, because this is something that's near and dear to my heart, right? As you mentioned, I was homeschooled. I was homeschooled from the third grade up through high school, then went to college, became uh, uh, certified, got my degree. That, that's a word. See, it's a fun show. It's live show. We make mistakes. We talk, we have fun. We're real. It's open, not authentic. So uh, I got my degree in music education. I was a middle school and high school choir director for nine years before I became uh, and decided to be a full-time entrepreneur. Uh, and what do I do? I help people live their lives to the max. I ignite that light inside them so that they can feel alive, feel energized to shine their light, be the best that they can be for themselves, for their families, for everyone that they come in contact with. And we do that through a whole bunch of different ways that I'm sure we could touch on, uh, posts on Facebook, social media, things like that's one of them, my podcasts, our academy, all those different things. But uh, I'm just here to help people shine. That, that's what I love to do. And I so, love it. That's how I connected with you. I kept seeing all these Facebook about being positive and being energized. And I was kind of low energy. It's like, let's let's follow this a little bit and see how it does. So so I just had a really funny aha moment. So you kept talking about choir and I, in my mind, am thinking, oh, a bunch of people singing. No, you're like choir director, like Glee, like the is, <laughs> is that more what you're doing? Um, <laughs> Oh, wow, that makes so much more sense because the, okay, I got it. Okay. It's a, you know, a little bit of both. We, we had some fun. We had those glee kind of things uh, with the, with the dancing and, and different acts, things along those lines. But we also just had traditional parts. So you're, you're up there standing in nice little lines and rows, singing Baroque music, little Bach things and, and all that. But um, what I, what I thrived on and I realized this really helped my entrepreneur journey and what I'm doing now is I love creating a classroom where people felt safe, felt happy, where they could express themselves. Like I had multiple students come tell me throughout the years that this is a place where I feel home. Like I feel safe here when I, you know, I don't want to be at home. Like this is where I want to be or all my classes are, are a struggle or I don't get along with these people. I can come here and I could be me. And I could just, for those 60 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever that class period length was, they could just be themselves. And that was so, so heartwarming and freeing to me to see, see and hear that and to give them that space so that they could shine their light, right? That they can just be themselves and, and hopefully get them through the rest of their day and something to look forward to and then take that with them after they graduate. 
that, that was very well said very beautiful mm -hmm. thank you it is and it's the heart of an educator lots of times is trying to create those safe spaces and so so many people go into education want that for the kids the space where the kids can learn and grow um you know to just be lifelong learners and right. that's what we really hope to strive for yeah. well, well think about it right as kids we, we wanted that right if you if we can reflect back when we were younger and and students we wanted that safe place to feel comfortable, to be ourselves, whether that was in a classroom, hopefully our teachers did a good job of that, not all did obviously, um, at home with our parents, some were, some had good experiences, some didn't, sometimes in our life, sometimes it was good, sometimes it wasn't, same set of people. And with our friends, we wanna feel cared about, we wanna feel seen, heard, felt, all of those things. But that doesn't stop once you graduate high school or you graduate college, that's something that we still all crave, all, humans crave that. We just seem to stuff it and bury it and try to forget about it after we graduate college or high school and go into our jobs and be like, oh, well, now I have to punch the clock, go in and forget about life or or even being an entrepreneur with that mindset, of, I'm just going to start this business, grow this business. Okay, you could do that. And, and you're forcing and working, but I don't, I don't need a community. I don't need people around me. And then one thing I learned even more as an entrepreneur and, and growing as an entrepreneur when I had my side hustle and before I became my full-time thing is, oh crap, no, it's it's the people around me. It's the support system. It's feeling safe, loved, welcomed, and that, that place where I could be me and have that support guidance. Because if I don't have that support and guidance, I'm not going to see the obstacle that's that's stopping me or slowing me down. My friends, my family, my, like I'm part of a couple mastermind groups that some of that, they, those members will see that and then point it out and help me overcome it. So I could always be grow growing and in doing so impacting more lives. Absolutely. That's one of the entrepreneur core is your community is your success. So the, your coaching, your, your inner circles, the, the group of people that you hang out with that again, wow, you just are, are speaking our language. It's so, it's hard to come up with a question because it's like, yes, 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 we're agreeing with you. It's like, oh, well, what next? Where else can we agree? <laughs> so, well, let's go back just a little bit though and talk about that journey from how come you left education and wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur instead? Because we know entrepreneurship isn't super easy at times, especially if you don't have that community in the mastermind. What was that thing that helped make you take that leap yeah, from and, a solid the, job to this entrepreneurship? And the joy of, of working with those kids and providing that space to stepping out of yeah. that. Okay. Uh, fantastic question. I'm just, I've never been asked it quite like this. So let me see how we can answer this. Um, okay. We got time, right? So I'll, I'll share a little bit longer of a story here. Absolutely. Um, how do I want to say this? So as I was homeschooled, because I, I mean, I barely remember going to public or private school before that, um, I remember my life being homeschooled and my mom was much more of an entrepreneur, uh, her style. We lived in the country. We had raspberry rows and we sold raspberries. We sold garden things, right? I mean, we kind of had our own little farm fresh foods uh, available for people. And that's kind of what we, we sold and did. So even before I knew it, I was being groomed, as it were, to be an entrepreneur because I learned how to count money back. I learned how to, oh, we have this much. How much money does this equal? And, and loss and profits and all of those different things that my parents just, it was just, I never thought of it because it was just part of our normal day, normal life, which was really cool. And I just didn't know any differently. 
And the fact that we kind of got to create our own schedules. We were strict with our routine. Uh, my parents were of just, we followed the school schedule basically eight to three generally um, is when we had classes uh, going through different homeschool programs. But we had some flexibility in the sense that I took ballroom dance lessons, right? That was my PE class, my physical education. So I did ballroom dance and competed and, and got to meet other homeschool families with that sort of some socialization there. And so I got to see friends and, and uh, this is going to be a longer story than I anticipated here. But um, so I realize now upon reflection that I really struggled to make friends being, whether it was because I was homeschooled or just my quirkiness, I don't know, but I seemed to struggle to make friends. And I really tried to make friends when I started ballroom dancing and I was in it for a year and it was literally not until like the second to last or the last class of ballroom dancing for the for the school year before summer break that I finally friended the whole bunch of school uh, homeschooled group of boys that were there right and they had all their friends and they were like they were family members cousins and all that so they made they all knew each other anyway because they're family but I finally broke into that and I really struggled to to feel accepted and I again upon reflection realized I kept striving to find who I was, right? And finding who do I belong with? Who's that safe place I could be around and just be me in? So I conformed. I changed myself to, to fit in with them. Well, this continued on, right? I graduated uh, high school and I loved music. I played oboe. I played piano. Um, oboe was starting to not be as interesting to me uh, the first year of high, uh, first year of college. And I decided I wanted to do music. I wanted to compose music for movies. Great. So I'm in all the classes doing that. Well, if I didn't want to play oboe, that means I'm not playing in band anymore. I have to take a large ensemble. So I started taking choir. I'm like, okay, cool. All right, I'll conform. All right, I've done it before. Let's let's sing in choir. And I found, oh my gosh, I really enjoy singing in choir. I've never really did it too much before, a church choir here or there. But that was it. Um, and being the piano person I was, I became a church musician at 15 and I still play in churches. So that's why I had a little church choir experience. And I just, okay, so I'm, I'm going to be a music composer. I'm going to write music for movies, however that looks or, or works. And I met my wife and my, uh, love him to death. He's a great guy. But my father-in-law said, well, if you can marry my daughter, you need insurance, right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Her, I don't know if you see, saw his face. It's he, recorded. He just looked down. Right. Those words of an amazing man, but has that mindset of you need a job, you need a safe job, a secure job, something that's going to provide. And if you're going to marry my daughter, you need insurance. So I'm like, well, what do I do? I'll conform. So I conform. And I was like, all right, well, what could I do? My wife has always wanted to be a fourth grade teacher. She still is a fourth grade teacher. She loves it. And so I'm like, well, I'll, I could be a music teacher. Like, why not? Right. I, I don't see why not. So then I switched it to music education early on. And I mean, it still took me seven years to get through just because I transferred colleges twice and you know, <laughs> education programs, all that joy. Well, I started educating, uh, got music education, found I loved it. I loved being in the classroom. I loved inspiring those kids, getting them to have those aha moments of real realizing, oh my gosh, I didn't know I could do this or this didn't click before. Now it clicked and I get to express myself. I get to enjoy this. I get to savor it. I get to share it with others. All of those amazing things that it, it was so incredible. Well, on this journey of becoming a music educator and teaching kids, I gained weight, right? Over college, I wasn't watching my metabolism change, darn getting older, and I gained weight. And well, it happened after uh, we got married. Um, I, we got married senior year of college. I know I'm hopping around a little bit, but my right before the senior year of 
college, we got married and I was the heaviest I've ever been. And I'm like, oh, I don't like the way I look and felt. So that summer I went, lost 30 pounds, went to the YMCA like three, four days a week, watched what I was eating and lost 30 pounds. Felt great. Well, then over the next three, four years, right, I gained more weight, got gained back up because I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't, I was teaching, I was busy, I was playing, I was practicing piano 12 hours a day, literally, for a couple months. And yeah, it was, it was crazy. Uh, and so, well, it became, I'm not liking the way I look. I feel tired. I feel drained. I, I want to do something about this. So I started uh, December 26, 2013. My brother-in-law and I, who was, he was already fit. Like, well, let's start working out. So we started working out that January. So January 2014, we started doing P90X, that crazy at home workout program. And I lost 20 pounds. I really started enjoying it. I liked the way I started to look and feel. And uh, the people around me at the time who were part of doing the P90X program and different things said, you know, you should be a, you should be a coach. You should help people do this like with your energy, with your enthusiasm. I'm like, well, I suppose I could like that. That'd be kind of, kind of fun to do. Like, why not? So I started to learn how to coach people, how to help them with their fitness through Beachbody and all that. And they kept preaching uh, and inviting people to do personal development. I'm like, oh, why would I want to do personal development? That sounds horrible. I hated professional development as a teacher. It seems right. like a total waste of my time going to these in-services and uh, being in music. It's like I could use one or two things that they said. That was it. So it seems like a total waste. I'm going... If I'm wasting my time, in, in my opinion, at that at that point, wasting my time in professional development, why would I want to do it in personal development and waste even more of my time? Well, they were they were okay with it, right? They were they were understanding, and they just kept inviting and offering. And I said, all right, finally, I'll give this thing a fair shake. So I, uh, I hated reading, so I did an audio book. I listened to the book "Eat That Frog" by Brian Tracy. Loved it, and so I started taking action. This is a very long story. I apologize. Uh, I started taking action uh, right away. And within that first day, I was like, holy cow, I feel better. I got more done. This is amazing. And I, I was hooked. So from then on, I just kept reading uh, or listening to audiobooks. And then a friend of mine, we were talking about me not enjoying reading. He said, here, what if I send you a book? Would you read it? I'm like, sure. I'll, I'm happy to give it a shot. So he sent me the book, uh, Chop Wood, Carry Water. Awesome book. Highly suggest it. Uh, short book, easy, quick win reads, right? The chapters are like two, three pages, four pages. I think five was the longest. I'm like, this is what I needed, right? So I had the quick wins, right? Just like we teach our kids, right? If you want those quick wins or our customers, we give them those quick wins, uh, to keep them going. So did that. And then I finished it within a week, uh, within a day or two, he sent me another book, not even knowing I finished it, uh, called the energy bus, another amazing book. I strongly recommend everybody read, uh, and, Again, quick success, quick read, and I was hooked. So from then on, I've been listening to audiobooks, reading, and growing myself personally on my personal development journey. Now, all of this, right, teaching fitness, learning about my mindset, learning, okay, I've always been positive, a happy guy, but I let life determine what it was. If it was a bad day, I was cranky. I would have anger. I had anger issues beyond belief, right? I saw my phone rang, and it was a person I didn't care for on my phone who I didn't necessarily realize they were a family member. And... <laughs> instantly angry, instantly angry. Like I was in a good, happy, positive mood. Then poof, I was just horrible the rest of the day. I mean, I'm surprised my wife is still with me to be perfectly honest, because I had such major mood swings because I didn't know how to control my emotions, my, my emotional intelligence, my thought process of how I could be at my best. So 
through personal development, I started discovering, oh, this is how I could do this. Oh, these are the building blocks. Here's how I could work and improve that part of my life so I can be happier. I could be positive. I can enjoy life and not let whatever crap life throws my way bring me up or take me down, you know, like a, like a bad roller coaster. No, it's, I still go up and I still go down, but it's a lot more, a lot more level and I get to enjoy that journey. So personal development really helped me in that, in that way. And as I started to grow that business of helping people get fit and healthy, and then I'm like, well, let's add mindset to this because that's a big part of fitness as it is. So started taking that and I just felt called to do more than teaching. Like I love teaching. It was a passion. I was meant to do that for those years. I, I did it. But probably year five, I have four or five. I was like, mm, I'm not trying to be doing this forever. I don't know what's next, but it's not this, but I still love doing this. And so I kept searching, kept trying different things. Um, one of my passions is kayak fishing. I started working at that, bringing that into a business um, and realized, oh, I'm just, that wasn't quite it. Let's go back to that fitness side and mindset. And then uh, I was getting really called to push else, uh, to do elsewhere. And I had amazing students who were loving, who were accepting of me for me being me and chasing my passions. Like they totally supported me. They were heartbroken that I couldn't be with them longer, but they were supportive of me chasing my passions, all the stuff I've taught them to do, chase their passions, to live their life, to let their light shine and, and share love, respond with love with others, that they were kind enough to do that to me as I went off on my own. Well, I went off on my own and uh, a friend of mine, which is why I decided to do it when I did, offered me this opportunity to expand his business of working with companies with fitness, right? Teaching yoga, teaching um, fitness classes, nutrition, doing speaking workshops, things like that. Well, we started and I started building my base here uh, in Wisconsin. He's out of California. And so I started building that base and that network. COVID hit. All of a sudden, all that stuff shut down, right? Businesses oh. weren't going to hire anyone to do that or very few people had seen. So that brought that to a crashing halt. And I had an amazing, loving, I still do have a loving, amazing, supportive wife, Katie, who without her, I wouldn't be able to do these things, right? She's still a teacher. She's still able to provide that income while all that craziness was happening and trust and faith in me and what I'm able to do when I didn't necessarily have all that faith in myself. I had the belief and faith to a degree, but the longer I go, the more I realize she has so much more faith in myself than I do. And uh, it was incredible to have that love and support. So now with that, okay, let's keep going. Let's find our community the people we love and support who I had, but not, I realized it wasn't the right community. It was people who I let my ego, um, so many stories in one here. I let my ego build me up for many, many, many years, for 30 years. I let my ego just tell me what to do. Oh, do this. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do this. I can do this. And what ego does, right? It kicks out the stool from uh, the pedestal from underneath you. So you fall a little bit. Well, every time I fell, I could pick myself back up. Ah, no, I'm good. I could do this. Let's keep going. I got to work harder. Got to do whatever. Well, I kept uh, following my ego, letting that make the choices for me until it kicked the pedestal out. And I came crashing down, crashing down hard where, you know, I talk about dissolving walls of, you know, the, so you can get to your light so you can let your light shine right the limiting beliefs the all of those thought process all those things that you have those walls that are hiding you and protecting you that you feel are protecting well i was really good at building up those walls so much so that that light was barely shining well when that when the ego kicked out the pedestal because that I, I made choices following my ego that were 
detrimental to me. I hurt loved ones, people I, I love with my life, and I hurt them, causing trauma in their life because of those choices I made. I came crashing down when it kicked that pedestal out, where I felt cold, alone, exhausted, and I didn't want to go on. Suicide was an option, thought about it, contemplated it num a number of times. My wife, thank God, was there to support me and love me, even though I hurt her with all those things. She was still there to support me and love me and help me get through that. Seeking counseling, uh, seeing a therapist, doing all the personal development I've already done, but I realized I was only doing it at the surface level. And now it's time to really do the hard work and work on it in my deep self and really do the inner work that I figured out, oh, okay. So I wasn't on the wrong track totally with what I was learning. I just never implemented it deep yeah. enough. So then I started building those steps and really developing who I am today and who, what I believe and what's my purpose. And that was always there, but it wasn't unclear because the ego was clouding it all up. And now it's having that clarity where I get to love and support others. And in doing so, I built this community of people who saw my true authentic self, my light, my, uh, my love and create that warm, safe, welcoming space for them. So that, you know, I hope no one's walls come crashing down and breaking apart into a million pieces. I hope that we can dissolve them because it's a heck of a lot easier, right. but uh, uh, easier in a, in a, in a way, uh, but so freeing. So I'm just honored to be able to help people on their journey. So to answer your question, I was teaching because I was just doing what I thought would be best and conforming. Mm -hmm. And to the part where, well, this isn't serving me. I feel called to do more. What is what am I being called to do? Well, let's go here uh, until I realize my ego is cashing checks. I couldn't, uh, or submitting checks. You know what I mean? I can't, that's saying, I'm Writing. horrible at sayings. Writing, Writing checks. checks. Writing checks, right? Yeah, yeah, you get it. So uh, <laughs> doing that and then came crashing down and then rebuilding and now being able to take what I've learned through that and through my experience of teaching and all of, all of those good times and memories to help support others on their journey and to help them shine bright. So I think that answered your question in a very, very long way. Yes, it was. And there was so much. You you told our story several times in several ways. Um, <laughs> a couple of times. It was mm -hmm. absolutely amazing listening to a, a lot of the stuff that you mm -hmm. talked about. Because um, okay. we were very much the same thing. Teacher, entrepreneur, Intel, um, and, and until very recently. Um, but the small difference in where, where we are is, is I, I banged my head um, a couple of times. Too many. Too many. <laughs> and the last one, the last one really took a lot of me apart. So um, the, the mindset, the positivity that you had, I used to annoy the hell out of people being that way. Um, it's like, cause, cause they would like, this is an act, right? And it's like, no, I'm always this way. Cause they would expect me somehow to calm down. Um, and even the ego thing where I was moving with my ego and I would talk about it as like, I have all of these concepts that are in my head, but I haven't been able to get them down into my heart yet. Mm. And so the last hit five or six years ago that, that the, the, the knock that broke it all out took all of that away from me. So it's like traumatic brain injuries the, suck. Yes. Traumatic brain injuries are awful. So um, mm -hmm. like the only part of my brain that's, that's actually active and working properly is the anterior cingulate 
in the back, which controls the worry and the the symptoms that that the negative the talk, the anxiety. <laughs> it doesn't control them. It it uses those as the, its tools. And the other aspects to dampen those down are all broken. So my positivity is a lot more forced. My my personal development is a lot more struggle right now than it used to be. And a lot of times I feel like I'm going crazy because I remember being able to do this and I remember it being easy. And now I try and do stuff that that seems like it's yeah. super easy and it just doesn't happen anymore. So I'm I'm I've like had my pedestal like kicked out like big time hard. Yeah. Wow. I, I can't imagine going through that and still having the memories of, oh, this was easy. And now it's not right now it's that struggle and being able to overcome that hurdle if it's a hurdle you overcome or one you learn to live with and make it the best that you can yeah work around it the best you can right. hopefully the first because the the second one there's not there's the work around isn't so working around yeah. but um but talking with you gave gives me a lot of hope and because it's like talking with a friend and, and, and I hope to get back there. So, so thank you very much. That was, that was a very beautiful story. Thank you for telling it. Lots of times we say entrepreneurship is either born out of desperation or, you know, inspiration. inspiration. And your story was mostly inspiration. You knew you wanted to give more and you've had those ups and downs in that stool being kicked out. What were some of the things, maybe three things that really helped you be able to move yourself forward when it was being tough? So, cause we're trying to help newer entrepreneurs know what's the next step when things aren't quite going right or what might be something that'd be really helpful to keep them away from the stool going away. That's a fabulous question. Um, three things. Um, Okay, I can think of one or two. I, but you know, I have no, I have three, but I, they're going to change. Not everybody has what part of your journey you're on. Like yeah. Not everybody has awesome, awesome wives to support this. <laughs> That's so true. So oh my god! You can't necessarily say that one. You gotta <laughs> have an awesome uh, spouse with you, right? An awesome partner. They make a huge difference. Uh, yeah. I, I know not everybody has it. I, you are incredibly lucky and blessed. I know I am incredibly lucky and blessed to have that. And I, it's amazing how, I don't know about you, her, but for me, I didn't realize it for many, for a long time. And I'm incredibly lucky and that she stuck with me when I didn't realize it. And now that I do, I try to spoil the crap out of her. For better or for worse. Right. Exactly. Um, said for better or for worse. Thank goodness. Right. Um, okay. Three things. So here are the, I'll give two examples of, uh, of where it is. Cause it all depends what, what part of your journey you're on, in my opinion. And there's, there's some overlap, which is helpful. The first one is going to be like when I hit my rock bottom, when I felt cold, tired, exhausted, um, the ego kicked the pedal so off from underneath me, I came crashing down hard and suicide felt like an option. One of uh, the three things is I saw a therapist. I saw a person who is there who could support me and help me. There's no shame in seeing one. There's no harm or foul in it. They have tools to help you. And they have the experience and training to see, oh, you're going through this. Let's offer you these tools to help you. Just like as an entrepreneur, you have services or tools you offer to people to help them on their journey. That's what a therapist does, right? So there's just a different way of looking at it. That was crucial for me. The second was to, to have a support system. Now that was my wife, Katie. Yes. But I also had other people in my life, right? People who were 
um, not blood family, but uh, adoptive family. Yeah, love family, right? Adoptive family, love family, people who who, who encourage you. In my life. What was that? People who want the best for you. Yes, exactly. So I had a handful of those people in my life. One has been my best friend for 25 years. I remember calling him and just crying. And he's like, okay, what's what's happening? And let's talk. And he was really kind and gracious and, and helped me. And, and I had like two other people. So I was lucky. I had four people, including my wife, who were there to support me. But you might just have one. But have that supportive person or group of people, your tribe, who you can be yourself with and just have their love and support so you can lean on when you need. The third thing is, uh, and this is a hard one, you got to be truthful to yourself. Be open to be real and authentic to yourself. Stop kidding yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Be real and tell yourself the truth. Be honest with yourself. Now, when I say being honest, that doesn't mean just belittle yourself. Right. I'm thinking of it's so easy to, to blame ourselves, to to say we're worthless, we're weak, we're stupid, we're dumb, we're a failure, blah, blah, blah. It's really easy to go down that spiral. Like that's not yeah, you might have messed up. Right. It's it's so easy. And it's true to, uh, uh, to a degree where we we might have messed up. Right? I made stupid decisions in my life that that hurt 100 percent. Right. I'm going to be truthful and honest about that but I'm also going to be truthful and honest about the wins I've had, the successes I've had, the good things I have done. And if I can't see them, that's why I have my support system to help me see them and be aware. So I can be open and honest with myself. So those three things, see a therapist, have a support system, and then be honest with yourself. Now, that was, when you asked that question at first, that's where my mind went. Then as you kept uh, uh, embellishing it and and, uh, sharing a little differently, I'm like, well, maybe it's more for like when you're hit an obstacle in your business or as you're growing your business and, and you ran an obstacle. Very similar three things. Instead of a therapist, I would say get a coach. Get a person to guide you to help you on a journey. Like a therapist, but different, right? So they see those obstacles you are dealing with. They have tools, tactics, strategies, or questions right, that, that they can ask you and support you with so that either they're giving you the answer or they can help you uncover the answer. A lot of good coaches just know how to ask you those right questions. So it comes out from, love it. I'm a psychotherapist coach. That is what I do. It's, it's, that's huge, right? To, to help them offer that. And as far as a business goes, my business was not doing great at all. Even though I had a business plan, business strategy, I listened to the podcast. I read the websites, read the books, did all that stuff. It was junk and my business wasn't going anywhere, partly because COVID came in and hit it and knocked it down. But let's be real, I still make it through COVID if I had a solid business plan, I was building things up, but I didn't. So um, I lucked out and found an amazing coach who was then able to support me, guide me and tell me, it's not that I didn't know all the things. I knew a lot of them, not all, but a lot of them, but it's implement them all at this time. Oh, put it this here, put this here. And then let's walk you on this journey to guide me with it. And then ask me all those right questions that have me have these realizations to support me, to be part of my support system, all that. So um, number one, get a coach, get someone who can help and guide you and support you on the journey. Number two, again, support system. That hasn't changed, right? You have your support system, whether it's your uh, couple group, uh, close friends, uh, family members, blood or love family, whoever that is, um, masterminds, right? I'm part of 
two different masterminds group. One's a small men's group. Another one's is a bigger mastermind with about 50 people in it that we get together once a month, once, once a week. And we just are there to support one another and to help each other out personally and professionally in our lives. And then number three is to be truthful and honest with yourself. And that is still the same. I would just say like self-reflection, honest self-reflection on you of what you are good at, what you're struggling with, and then how can you work to improve that, that, that personal growth aspect of that for sure. Knowing when to ask for help, because we know that some, we can't do everything. You know, a lot of people are like, well, the things that kind of drain your, oh, sorry, the, the things go. that kind of drain your energy, find somebody who can either do it for you or help you with it so that that energy can be put somewhere else. So Right. I call them our energy vampires. We all have energy vampires in our life, right? The people uh, that drain us. Now, they could be people. They could be things, your job, organizations, things you belong to, or your belief systems. The things, you know, oh, I'm worthless. I'm weak. I used to say those things all the time. And I didn't realize that those were little daggers that were just bleeding me dry, right? It was sucking away my energy. And to have that realization and awareness of, oh, these are the energy vampires. Well, now let's turn that around. Let's plug those holes so I can stay energized. And then let's see how can I fill myself up? What are the things I need to do? Who are the people I need to surround myself with to fill myself up back with energy? And then how can I stay, excuse me, plugged into that energy to keep on being the best I can be? Exactly. So we were talking and you're married. You happen to have kids? Can I ask about that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Feel free to ask. We don't have any kids. Um, okay. Married fifteen and a half years. Um, we figured we were both teachers, and still she still is. Yeah. Um, we figured that that our students were kids enough. Like I had one hundred twenty students, and she had uh, twenty some of her own. And we're like, we're good. We're good. I yeah. I can't. We can't find a good name that we like anymore. So I mean, that made it hard. Yeah, right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh man, when I was in my classroom, there were certain kids I just knew when they walked in the doors, like. Uh oh, this one might be an issue. And it's interesting those energy vibrations, how they kind of follow the same name. You know, you have a bubbly Jenny or a, a Zach that runs around the room all the time. Or, you know, it's amazing whenever I was able to see that. So I understand about not being able to find a good name. <laughs> yeah. So that, that whole, so my background on not only is in entrepreneurship, but it's also in the woo woo world, um, the, the spiritual world, the, the, the strange stuff out there. Um, I live and breathe that my whole life. Um, That's my jam now. I like. I love that stuff. It, it, yeah, it is like a homeschool. You probably got a lot of this too. So, um, my my mom took took this thing called Est when I was three and actually changed my name. Where the different letters have vibrational sounds, and as they're attracted to you, they help identify your personality characters. So H is like strength of character. So I have a lot of H's in my name because my mom wanted me to be a character. Um, <laughs> so I, I can't remember all of those, but yeah, when I talked to her about this and then we started like picking out names and stuff, it's like, so Zach's were like this way in the classroom and, and Rachel's have like a specific character. started telling me the vibrations that matched up with the letters and their names. Like, well, that totally makes sense then. <laughs> So I'm not surprised at all, but wow, that's crazy. Yeah, my, my life is steeped in the woo, but I'm a very conservative in this kind of a world. But but I I, I am such a dual world person. It's it's amazing. Um, so I love seeing those those things that actually are really real. But when you talk about them, they sound absolutely crazy. 
and then you see them start manifest. Mm-hmm. I used to put the kids in her classroom oh, yeah. based on their birthdays and how they sat at their individual tables based on their birthdays and the, 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 the crown signature of their birthdays. And when she would just randomly, her classroom would go crazy. And then when I would come in, I didn't know any of the kids. I didn't know personalities. I would do it strictly based on the numbers. And I would arrange, arrange the kids in the class based on their numbers and boom, calm classroom, more orderly. So yeah, I, I am steeped in this stuff and I do it even if I believe it or not. It's just weird, all of this crazy, strange stuff. Mm-hmm. So the stuff that you're doing in the world that you the live in right now, the prince, prince of positivity stuff. is like, I, I, it's like the brain damage God setting me in my place. Cause I was where you were and I was moving like that and it set me back. And so my path is to figure out how to get back and then to bring other right. people along with me. Can, can, can I offer a suggestion or thought uh, with this? Absolutely. Just a uh, thought. Um, first of all, let's continue having more conversations because um, I would love to see how both of you can be part of our Jones and Four Academy, our personal growth academy, because I'd love to have you both be professors there some way, shape, or form. Um, so we'll say that. But the thought or idea is maybe maybe the thing is you're not, uh, how do I say this? Not to come back to where you were, that's not the goal. Maybe that's not the point. Maybe it's like, oh, you were heading this direction. You're doing really well. And then God, source, whoever knocked you this other way. And now it's going, okay, where's he? Let's see where you go from here. This is now your journey. Your journey is not to come back. You had that journey. Now your journey is to go somewhere from where you are now, taking the talents and, and experiences you've had now to take you in a different direction. Just a thought. Absolutely. It could be totally off. I don't know. So 30 years ago, we started talking about this school mm-hmm. when she first got into education and when we started seeing the education system start to shift in ways that weren't supportive for, supportive for the humans. children. <laughs> you know, it, it, it happened. It, it happened slowly over a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started talking about growing this and, and a lot of my entrepreneurship was was so that I could get rich and start my school. Um, and when I got hurt, it's like I lost it all. It's like. I had this vision that God showed me. I mean, I, I woke up in the middle of my driveway one morning. He's like, why am I in my driveway? And suddenly this vision of the school came and was like, Hey, this is for you. And it's like, I'm not worthy of that. And I was told not yet. And when I hurt my head, I thought that was all taken away from me. And then this summer I was at a business conference. I wasn't supposed to be at accidentally. I helped a friend move and they said, I helped someone move from Oregon to Montana and they said, Hey, after you move the next day, I'm in this thing and I got to take a plus one. So I'm taking you with me. And I'm like, (laughs) great. I got to spend a couple more days with you. Right. So I end up at this thing and I walk in and it's a business thing. And I'm like, I look at the guys like, dude, I'm in the wrong room. I shouldn't be here. And by the end of the week, I'm signed up. Um, I'm his spiritual coach. Now it's like this stuff is happening. And the last day, God said, here's your school back. When I when I like I got into this thing and God's like, here's your school back. And I was like, but it's not yours anymore. You you it's not it's not your school. You get to start it, but it's mine and it's going to be this parents and it's going to be everybody else's 
So you get to, you get your school back, but it's not yours anymore. Mm -hmm. So yes, I realized that my path was changing. I'm still very angry at God that he had to smack me so hard upside the head to, <laughs> to get me on this path. He said he was hit in the head by Mount Hood because yeah. that's where he was snowboarding. God, God, it took God picking up Mount Hood and, and smacking him. me on the head with an entire freaking mountain for me to slow down enough to understand <laughs> oh, what he was saying. So oh, lots of lots of similarities lots of beautiful mm -hmm. stories but yeah the woo the i'm looking forward to talking with you more so yeah, <laughs> right back at you and yeah sometimes we we got to be knocked upside the head um to realize and slow down and do those things especially as a person uh from what it sounds like how i am how you were of just go 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 super high energy energizer bunny's been my nickname for years now the prince of positivity being ridic ridiculously energized but uh um, I'm sorry they hit you so hard. That that sucks, uh, and I understand being upset. And I'm just hopeful I'm I don't get hit that hard. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you seem you seem to be a little more in tune or in a line than I was at that time. So, oh, so what, what, you you have the right thing, the structures in place that I didn't quite yet. So, well, I'll, I'll tell you, it, it life hit me upside the head enough, right? The ego kicking the pedestal off from underneath me, where I came crashing down, where it. I mean, that was brutal. Uh, I I hope no one ever goes through that experience. And if they do, first of all, I'm sorry, but know that you can get out of it. You can work and grow from it because of that experience, because of the experience you've had, I'm sure to a degree that I've learned, I've grown. I've, I'm not the same person I was by any means. Yeah. Okay. Same flesh, blood, mind, blah, blah, blah. But and if you were hearing this now or in the future or at any point and you're feeling that way, call him call her, call me. It's a temporary thing. Yes. We'll help you through the moment. I don't even have to know you get a hold of me. Mm -hmm. It's that important. You are that important. Um, that is a fabulous message. So if you get to that point and, and think that that being There's alive no is not is a better option, reach out, please. Reach out. I don't know who you are, but I know that you're better off alive. Mm -hmm. 100 we are all better off the world's better off with you being alive and we're here to support you yes. and we'll help you with what we can and then we'll share other resources i have connections to other resources i'm sure you do as well to help you, you with you have something that life needs and we we can help you figure that out and, and we can help bring that out of you so exactly. i've i've been blessed to today as a matter of fact it's interesting so we have our communities called the energizers mm -hmm. and um we have a facebook group and all, all of that uh, but in any case, within the chat part of our group today, we had a, a woman reach out and just say, I need help. Like, I'm not in a good spot. I need help. Call. Right. And just to all 3000 people or 2000 people in the group, put this out here. Well, um, I wasn't able to answer call right then and there, but another person did another energizer did reach out. And then so she messaged me and was like, hey, I'm on the phone with them going through some rough time Then she called me afterwards. So it's kind of give me a little bit of a lowdown of like, we're here to support her, help her do what he can. But I have to say, I love the fact that we, you, you two and me and our community and your community are here to always support each other. So know that you are never alone ever. Never. Right. And so if you are ever struggling, reach out to me, to, to them, to ever, to anyone, right. And join our energizer community if you want, because we're here to support you. And if I can't do it, obviously we have 2000 other energizers who are there to support you anytime.
And I have an amazing amount of people that I can get you in touch with. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I network, I, I, this is my community. I can get people help anywhere. So yes, if you're struggling with your kids in education. Guess what? There's a little bit of knowledge there too. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh, Spencer, it's been wonderful talking with you. I feel like we want to keep going, but I know you have an appointment coming up and um, I want to value or honor your time. So we'll probably wrap it up here for today, but hopefully we can get back together and before we spend do, some more time. Before we do, um, do you have anything coming up? Do you have any events coming up? Is there anything going on that we can help people get involved with? How can we get a hold of you? Because the show notes will have all your links and stuff, but tell it out loud too. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. This has been so amazing and I'm looking forward. I will definitely be back if, you, if you'll have me to have another fun conversation and see what rabbit holes we go down for that. <laughs> um, we have a whole bunch of different things uh, going on at different events. Uh, probably the best way you can find or learn about me and what we all do is to go to either Spencer M jones.com or the prince of positivity so prince of positivity.com and that'll give you some info but real quick we oh my gosh we love doing uh retreats so we have our online personal growth academy called jones and four academy um and then we do retreats of like we're going to delaware for a one day energy recharge event we go we're going to romania in august for seven days for some fun energy there just being tourists but being around amazing people and resources we have a meditation retreat a crush and conquer we build your confidence and courage up a winter yoga retreat right so we just the, the academy's there to help you on your journey, to so you have access to amazing experts and to help you on those different parts. And then we have uh, the live events and virtual events that give you a bigger jolt of energy and like course correction or moments for you just to be energized constantly on your journey. So you always have a support system and you have uh, different ways to get jolts of energy in the ways that uh, best fit you. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you. And we know, we know that we, everybody needs this in, in one way or another, you know, we all have our ups and downs. And if you're trying to build a business, if you're fighting with your kids, if your marriage is having trouble, those jolts of energy, that positivity, it's a way to help support all of us. So thank you very much for that. Of course. Thank you for having me. And to everybody here, if I can say, just remember these words to yourself, tell yourself this, tell your kids this, tell your significant other, whoever that is, that you are amazing, you are worthy, and you are enough just the way you are. Thanks awesome. for having me on. Thank, thank you, you, Spencer. Thank you, audience, for listening, and I hope you enjoyed our show. Make sure you leave us some comments and re reviews. Let us know if we're doing a good job, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody.